everybody! Welcome to episode 4 of Golden Pages Podcast, a podcast about Persona 4 Golden. I'm Justin. I'm Gord. And I'm also Justin. What? Yeah, we have with us a special guest. What? It's all... It me. I am very not. special. <laughs> uh, special guest, why don't you tell us who you are? So, I am a fellow student of Justin over at the University of Southern California. We both study game design when we both study narrative, and we disagree about almost everything, I find, but we agree hmm. about Persona, so that's a cool thing. I don't know, we also both like Dark Souls. Yes, we, we do both like Dark Souls. I think the, I mean, we, we also both like Bioware. I think the only thing we disagree about is Nier Automata. I think you're... <laughs> uh, I, I am not a fan of Nier Automata. You liked it more than I did. I thought that it was okay in terms of gameplay. I am a fan of Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, I enjoyed that game. You despise Bioshock Infinite because you hate Elizabeth because you are a grumpy old man. (laughs) I don't hate Elizabeth. I hate the lack of nuance in addressing racism. Well, I mean, yeah, there is that. That is is really, really bad. (laughs) That, uh, That reminds me of the movie Bright. Oh, Bright. That's, that Bright was so sensitive. They just decided to make African Americans into orcs. That was great. <laughs> I mean, it's been done in games before, right? World of Warcraft already did that. <laughs> um, enemy yeah, enemy this... mine. World of Warcraft made Jamaicans into trolls. Yep. Well, anyway, you also uh, you also were, used to work at EA, right? I am working at EA now. I am. Oh, you've gone. Yeah. You've gone back to the mothership. As I am, I am <laughs> back. I am downloading instructions from Andrew Wilson's brain. They are full of microtransactions. Good. So this uh, this month, we're go- finally going to catch the killer. I think. Yes, Gord. Why don't you tell us uh, before we before we get into this month? Why don't you give us a very brief recap of what we did last time? Uh, last episode, we talked about saving Rise. We we saved Rise and finally got a replacement for Teddy's annoying, whiny voice. Uh, I like Teddy. I don't think he's that bad. We also went on a camping trip. Yes. Rise or uh, Rise's dungeon, which is essentially bathhouse part two, or uh, uh, striptease. Yeah, oversexualization of minors. I mean, yeah, that that's just Japan. Yeah. It's okay because you're a minor. So like that's what makes it okay. I, I I guess we talked about this, but like, you know, one dungeon where it turns out that this person's innermost desires are just overtly sexual. And uh Who's the, who is that? Because I don't remember Kirby. that. Uh it's it's kanji and also reset, uh, except one of those is I mean uh, they have that thing at the end with kanji where it's like you know it's more like it's, Just they kidding. That, they have that thing at the end of Kanji's dungeon where it's more like he doesn't know and he's thinking that he might be like this because uh, because he was because he liked Naoto and Naoto is clearly a boy. Mm. Yeah. And then with Rise, it was more that she does she wants to show people her true self and she's tired of being fake. But of course, it's it's steeped in the metaphor of of, of sexy <laughs> schoolgirl because Japan. Yep. So. One thing that happened last month that we forgot to mention, so I want to go over very quickly, uh, because I know that people will write in and tell us we forgot about it otherwise, was that the, uh, was it like a day or two before the camping trip, you do take a bike trip with Yosuke and Kanji to Okina Station, mm. where you go and try and pick up girls. <laughs> uh, and this Jeez. is, there's not much to say about it other than that it happened. 
But that's where you meet Hanako for the first time, and she breaks Yosuke's bike. Yeah. What's notable about it is that uh, in Golden, you can then go back to Okina Station whenever you want, as uh, after you've unlocked it by riding your bike. In the original, it was only the um, place that you go into cutscenes. In fact, in Golden, that whole sequence does is the that that is the only place where that sequence happens. It does not happen in the original. Yep. You do not meet yeah. Hanukkah until she's picking out on Curry on the camping trip in the original. Yeah. I'm so glad that they took the time to develop her character more. Yeah, I want, I need more Hanukkah in my life. <laughs> so in Okina Station, there is a movie theater you can take your friends to to watch movies. There is a cafe where you can go to get skill cards to teach your persona skills. And there is a costume shop that you can go to to buy alternate costumes for your characters to wear in battle. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, there are side quests there. There's right? also a uh, uh, a picture of a bookstore. Yep. I was disappointed because I thought that would be a great way to uh, introduce yep. more books. No. Anyway, this month. So we're picking up on uh, around the 12th of July. You get a full week after wrapping up of... Absolutely nothing. You could just spend time with your friends, do your social links, study, whatever. Although it does, re- the game recommends you study because finals are coming. Yeah, finals. Those are important. What if you're yeah. in New Game Plus and already have max knowledge? So what I did uh, was just worked on social links. <laughs> it does say every time I come home, it was like finals are next week. Yeah. Study? Question I, mark. I, I said nope. I did nothing but social links because like. I have this weird habit of whenever I play the game where I always make sure to do the dungeon in the first two days after it comes up so that I can just yep, spend same. the next several weeks doing social links. Same. And that the, is the, the, the correct way. The core party, uh, if, if you go and talk to any of them before you rescue the person, uh, they are not actually a person. They are just a door to the dungeon. You, you talk to them and they're like, hey, let's go to the TV. I don't have anything else that I would rather be doing. And then you end up in this weird space around October where there's just nothing to do. Not because you've maxed out everyone's social links, but... Yeah, the problem is that a couple of those links are gated by your uh, stats. Like, you need to be expression of heartfelt. <laughs> yeah, make or... sure, you've got to make sure you max you can knowledge and courage in order to get Naruto. And of course you got to do it because Naruto is the best character. And you also have to just magically know that the, the 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 plot hook that she's waiting for is not. Hey, whoa, man! We oh. haven't gotten that far. Spoiler: <laughs> the, the plot hook that Naruto is waiting no for. Spoilers, is, uh... No spoilers! No spoilers! <laughs> Stop spoiling the fact. Naruto's well, a boy. What are you talking well, about? I believe that we refer to Naruto as slender young man on this podcast. Huh. Naruto is a very handsome, slender young man. Yeah, man, next episode is going to be real good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, we have several retractions yeah, to make. This one. Yeah, we're going to go <laughs> to the next one where we talk about the best character. Mm. Sadly, the character... So, let's... What did, what did you guys think of finals? Because it's basically just midterms. Are there any appreciable differences that you guys noticed? No. Mm. Nope. Other than the... Mater- the I guess the, the breadth of material covers the entire semester? No. No. Um, I, I think it's the same right down to the, the answers are flowing from your pen. It was, so, it was just as meaningless as school actually is. <laughs> Ouch. So when you, 
when you do, if you get top score, this this lasts finals last from the nineteenth to the twenty third, and if you get the top score, uh, Dojima gives you like four hundred dollars. It's pretty like nice, four hundred thousand yen or something like that, right? Uh, also, this if, is if you talk to uh, the the Egyptologist, uh, she will give you uh, a uh, what what is it? Is that the, the it's not the paper ring, the paper armband? No, no, no. That's from Nanako. It's something else that it. Oh, is it Soma? She gives you Soma at one point for, for maxing out all your. Yeah. And don't forget, when he sees you have the best score, Yosuke will compliment you. Just what I've always wanted. <laughs> yeah. Cut content. The Soma and the four hundred thousand yen are pale in comparison to what Nanako gives you in the the paper armband. Oh yeah, all stats up by five. Yep. I have not wear that until the end of the game. I have still not found anything better. And I think that she won't give it to you unless you get the top score. So you could just miss this accessory forever. Well, hang on. I've got that. But I did not get the top score the first time around. So she gives it. This is uh, because this is the first finals, but the first time around would have been midterms. Yeah. So she. Okay. Okay. I was thinking that she gives you the midterms, but she gives it to you finals there. Right. Nope. She gives it to you right here. Yep. On. The 23rd. I guess it's not the 23rd. It's got to be uh, 25th or later because the 25th is when finals results are posted. Yeah. And uh, the incentive to do fi- well on finals if you don't care about the money or the gear is because doing well on finals and midterms advances every single one of your school social links. Yeah. Just so you know, it's... kids, having good grades will make you socially popular. You know, in Japan, that's true, yep. kind of. Because, if, is you know, it really? Of, I mean, I feel like a Dutchie's entire character is built around the fact that no, it actually is. Hmm. Eh. Gord, you've lived in Japan. Your wife taught at a school there. Yep. How popular were the kids who got the best grades? From my perspective, they were all equally plain and boring. <laughs> Because it's because you hate kids. No, no, it's because everyone ha- is really has really bought into the uh, what's the word? Um, I don't know. Conformity. Ho- yes, homogenous uh, uh, culture. Like every kid is just sitting back straight, shoulders up, yeah, full uniform. Like, if you if you like, I've studied the language, and conforming is a state of being, whereas being mm. different is a verb. <laughs> it, you can uh, you you can go to the store and buy hair dye, and there's black hair dye, and there's a slightly less black hair dye, and there's dark 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 brown hair dye, and that's it. I mean, there's, there's also there's also bleach blonde. <laughs> yeah, you need it for those. Kanji definitely dyes his hair. Yeah, I, Kanji does dye his hair. Actually, at the end of Golden, you see his regular hair color, and it's black because Kanji is actually just as boring as everyone else. Yeah. 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 So, the day after the finals are posted is a rainy night. And you think, should watch the Midnight Channel. Got nothing better to do. And the figure of a boy appears. And everybody's like, uh, who, who's, who dat? It fish kid. It's Chekhov's yeah. freaking, it's Chekhov's freaking ah. gun. Yeah, so you don't know who it is. 
I mean, the next day you go to the. You do, I mean, maybe you, you kind of, as a player know who it is. Yeah, I mean, you do kind of know who it is because you see that guy ask Yukiko out in the beginning, and you're like, "Yeah, this is Chekhov's gun in boy form." You almost certainly have forgotten that. Yeah. No, I did not. So, that, you did not. I mean, no, that, it was that guy pretty had, freaking obvious. He, he looked. He looked so creepy. He he he, he had character. He is art. Really horrifying. Yeah, it's true. Anyway. So the next day you go into the TV, you meet at Judas, and you say, ah, who who could it be? It must be the killer. Who else could it be? Uh, so you you have to gather information for Risei so that you can track down where he is. And this takes three days. You have to uh, do a huge runaround. I still don't like that system. Well, it doesn't come back in the sequel, so you're fine. Hmm. Yeah, eventually you, you have to talk to like, a bunch of your party members and Adachi, and eventually it leads you on day three to a student in the shopping district who says, oh yeah, I know that guy. Uh, here's his yearbook photo. And then I guess he just pulls out his yearbook, which he has with him for some reason. Don't you know that all high school students carry their yearbook photos? Hmm. They also they carry other people's yearbook photos. Yes, they car- everyone carries their yearbook. My yearbook is one of my most prized possessions. <laughs> hmm. You're also not a high school student, so I don't know how strongly I, ex- I accept You're this. right, I know I'm not, but I still hold on to it. <laughs> um, yeah, so... You know what the best thing is about high school yearbook photos? Uh, the captions underneath them. <laughs> Every year, Owen Wilson stays the same. This is true. Yeah, you you will recognize this guy as the weird kid with the dead eyes, just pure black eyes, just like and Charlie Sheen. Weird, weirdly round. Yeah, nobody ever comments on this, and it's definitely not a function of him being in the TV because he was like that even in the beginning of the game. For what? some reason, his eyes are just have no pupils; they are black on black. Uh, and his name is Mitsuo, and he. Uh, he is he is the killer, so you have to go in after him. Yes, he is totally the killer. He killed Mr. Moraoka. He killed Saki, and he killed that reporter. And now he's got to pay. Yes, he totally killed all of them. If you do the the check the status option when you meet up in Junes, uh, the characters turn to uh, Chie, I guess, turns to Yukiko and says, yeah, it's that guy who was hitting on you, and she just has no memory because she immediately blocked him out and yeah, has well, to be also, reminded. She blocked out Yosuke, too. She kind of blocks out everyone except for Tiger. <sighs> yeah, I took it to mean that she doesn't remember because it just happens to her all the time, constantly, so she does, they all run together. This is just, this is a stranger kid from a different school, though. No, he goes to your school. There's only one school. No, he's from a different school. No, yeah, he wears a different yeah. uniform, he? and he wears a different uniform, and they even have a whole thing like and he's from a different he... school. Why? How does he know Yukiko? That? He how does he know, know Yukiko? He just—he doesn't know Yukiko. He was just walking down the street and saw her, and decided to keep walking no. down that street. And then one day he went and asked her out because he's a creepy fish guy. No, because remember he knows her name, and he yes, he knows her name. Yeah. He doesn't Yuki. know her. That's what makes it creepy. Yeah. Uh, what he, other school does he go to? They explicitly you can, say there's no other school in either. They explicitly uh, no. say he's in, he goes to another school. I know. So okay. So if both of those are true, what's going on here? Well, clearly there's a paradox. <laughs> the, what they'll say is, uh, 
this is the only school in the town, but a town is like four blocks. That, yeah. that, that, what, what they're, when they're saying town, they're, uh, they're translating machi as town, which is just like everything within a couple of streets away from you. So like yeah, okay. somebody will say, oh man, I'm moving to a different town. I'll have to take my bike to work now instead of walk. Town okay. is more analogous to neighborhood. Yeah. Or and you'll have like in a place. And you know how Los Angeles has like places like Santa Monica, sure, uh, downtown sure. LA, Hollywood, and they're all basically East Los Angeles, but they all they like to use different names. Maybe more like district. Yeah, basically. Anyway, this guy probably took a train to get here, and he's got weird information about Maroka. Like he before he's in the TV. Uh, is it when you? Meet him. You can, you can run into him. Back in May in the shopping district, and he will. Okay. Uh, his, his name at that time is Rival School Student. Yep. Uh, and he will he will talk S- about student how, of a rival school, not yeah. rival in your school. Yeah. Yeah. And he, so he will talk about how the the cops are useless because they haven't caught the killer yet. Hmm. Uh, at one so, point, he does talk about Moroka and like how. What's the story there? How does he know? Yeah, how would he... Mm. Maybe he's just really good friends with Maroka. Yeah, he's not, though. He's, he's he's definitely not a fan. Maybe they're related. It would explain the dead eyes. Hmm. They do have different last names because his last name is Kubo. Like because of... Uh, it's true. He also has a he has a beauty mark on his on his cheek. That's yeah. Th- thing that it, does it work that, for him? So anyway, uh, I don't know. I mean... Do you think he's as attractive as Mr. Boroka? Oh, definitely. Oh, easily. Yeah. So there you go. Yes. Yeah. So you have. So now, once you once you've tracked him down, you can go into the TV and go after him. His dungeon is one of the best uh, in terms of the aesthetics, and one of the worst in terms of actually doing it. I think. I mean, that mm. dungeon makes me depressed, and I think they did that deliberately. I just didn't think it was very fun. I thought it was one of the when most it, fun, but I also thought it was the most... I think my problem with it was that it's just the longest dungeon. Even that, like, th- for some reason, this dungeon has more floors than any other dungeon. I mean, it does, but the floors feel like they go by faster for me. I think the longest one is actually... Uh, isn't, it a, isn't it Heaven? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Heaven wasn't I, so I, bad. Yeah, have, I think Heaven it just has two, two floors shorter, and there's no puzzle element to Heaven. I was worried because the the first dungeon is what like eight floors and the second one is ten. I thought it was just going to keep yeah. adding and adding. Also, yeah, that's what Persona Three is for. They make you instead. They make you like backtrack to level yeah. six and then floor six and then back up or whatever. Yep. Because backtracking is always fun. Yeah, this is the dungeon that actually made my roommate quit. Because huh. she was all cocky and decided that she was going to play it on hard on her first way through. And she got no. to the boss and could not beat him and was going to have to grind. And she didn't want to do that. I'm, yeah, I'm we'll still grinding on normal boss. and I don't like it. Yeah. So See, I, I, just, is, uh... I just ran through it on easy first and then I, had, then I had Lucifer so I could go through the entire game on super hard and just be immune to everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Void Quest is like a weird. I guess it's not pixels because it's all three D, but it's it's like a very blocky. It 
It's a it's 3D Minecraft. rendition. It's a 3D dot game heroes. Yep. From uh, from noted studio from software. <laughs> I really like the aesthetics of this place. I like the music. It's like I mean, I'm gonna cut the music in, so I don't need to. Yeah, it's 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 basically no, no. an eight bit. We gotta use that. It's an eight bit version. <laughs> That'll be of the, the outro. It's, yeah. It's, it's an eight bit version of basically the main theme for the game. good it's good and every time you open a you open a door it goes like bah, 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 bah. and then yeah. it has it's that very, uh, it has that nice orchestral string at the end of each loop and as you go through this dungeon every floor or so you hear just like in the other dungeons what the the person whose dungeon it is is thinking on the inside and and he's just Yasuo, he's just thinking about stats yeah everything is an RPG to him. He's he's play he plays his life like it's a video game. Everything he does is to increase his stats in the real world. What is a game? Uh, miserable little there it is. secrets. But enough talk. <laughs> the the mid boss of this level is the Killing Hand. This is I think the easiest mid boss in the entire game. How did you guys did you guys have any trouble with this? No. At all? Nope. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Killing Hand is easy. Killing Hand is very easy. He only has two abilities. Uh, the first is Summon, which summons an almighty hand. And the second is Deathbound, which is just a heavy AoE physical damage. Uh, he's only got like 800, 900 health somewhere in there. So you could, in theory, blow him out in one to two rounds. Because he will spend, he will always spend around summoning. If, if the almighty hand is still alive, it will run away when you kill him. So you yeah. don't even need to, uh, you don't even need to worry about it. The, but the the point of the Almighty Hand is, and it's got like less than three hundred health, but it uh, it just cures and uh, heals uh, if you if you inflict like a status effect. It's just a support. It won't it won't really ever attack. I always it has, kill it, it has first everything. just to make the healing hand easier. Yeah, because he'll just spend time resummoning it. This is. That's why I said this is maybe the easiest sub boss in the game. Mm. As you go deeper, Mitsuo, like it becomes clear that he is very depressed. Aren't all very gamers upset depressed? About something. Yeah, as it turns out, playing video games makes you into a bad person, which is yeah. why uh, none of the characters in this game play video games. Yeah, but the characters in five play video games, which is why they are thieves and outlaws. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. When you get down to Mitsuo as a boss, this his interaction with his shadow is different than everybody else's. Like he did not, he doesn't know how he got here, right? He's he's confused. He doesn't. He wasn't arguing with his shadow. They were just kind of hanging out together, and the shadow is saying things like, you know, "Nobody loves you. You're not popular. Everybody thinks you're creepy." How does it feel, Mitsuo? I feel nothing. I have nothing. I am nothing. You show up and you're like, hey, what's going on? 
And he says, I don't know. This guy just keeps trashing me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. But and then you, so you ask him if he killed, uh, if he killed those people. And he says, yep, I did. It was all me, suckers. And I'd do it again. So let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about that boss battle. This is, uh, this is the most mechanically intricate boss battle so far, I think. Yeah, I think it's the most mechanically intricate boss battle of the game. Not counting the secret boss, probably. There's like, yeah. what, three phases? Well, which, which, which secret boss? Uh, the, the... The true Margaret ending fight. boss or... Yeah, Margaret is hard. No. Yeah, but Margaret is also, like, mechanically very complex in, in how she changes phases and also the the fight in the hollow forest probably is mechanically different um but yeah so he has two phases when you first fight him it's mitsuo he is mitsuo the hero and he's like a so if the entire dungeon was 3d dot game heroes this is like a, a knight yeah, that would be inside like of a, video game from noted developer uh, from shoot Soft. that was some, from Soft, wasn't it where yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't think it was. I think, uh, I think it. It, he's modeled after Dragon Warrior Knight. It, yeah, it was. It was developed. Just, I, it's like pretty generic though. Maybe that would make sense. Silicon Studio mm, was the developer okay. on uh, 3D Duck Game Heroes. Oh. They then went on to do uh, Bravely Default. So talking about Persona. <laughs> yeah. So Persona. <laughs> I mean, the, we're we're talking about the, what this guy looks like. I, I, this I guess ties into the aesthetics of the dungeon again. Whenever he, whenever it's his turn, he always goes through a bunch of old school RPG menus to pick his move, and that's fun. And he doesn't have a lot of them to start out with. It's not until later in the fight that his repertoire expands. But once you've done a thousand four hundred, I think is how much health this thing has. It will die. It'll it'll fall apart, and it will reveal. Shadow Mitsuo inside who is piloting the thing. Did anybody... Uh, okay, this... Shadow Mitsuo is like a weird brain baby. Mm -hmm. Shadow Mitsuo is boss baby. Shadow Mitsuo is Alec Baldwin. Yep. It, it, he is a baby and he is a boss. So, what what interested... What, bleh, what interests me about this... Uh, number one is that he reminds me a lot of the first boss from House of the Dead Overkill. But number two is that... Whereas the other shadows in the game this far have corresponded to that person's hidden self in some way, whether it was Yukiko being the bird in the, that's trapped in the cage, or Kanji with the huge, mostly nude muscle dudes, or whatever, we say on the on the stripper pole, hmm. it's it's tied into their character in some sort of visually obvious metaphorical way. What the heck is this thing? Well, he's emotionally infantile and he builds armor around himself to protect himself yeah, i got from... the armor part i just meant the why is he do you, do you think that he's emotionally infantile he's because a ba he's that. a whiny baby who's throwing a fit he's a whiner okay. so why does he have such a giant brain 
What's that about? Hmm. He's got like psychic powers and like all these complex symbols I, that float around I, his head. I'm pretty sure that's how he, I mean that part is how he sees himself because he's he's the hero, right? He's well, the hero is the outside part. Hmm. Well, I, here's the other thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure that she isn't actually a dominatrix. I think that they it's just more of a stylization with him having the big brain. It's kind of meant to symbolize the fact that he's a nerd. <laughs> okay. Well, it's also cuz he's the criminal mastermind, right? He's the he's the oh, one who's planned out this series. Yeah, so yeah. it's got that's got to be why. Yeah, yeah, it's because he's he's masterminded all of this. He's been leading you all on a chase. He, yep. he so, also ran away to hide in TV land because the cops wouldn't be able to find him there. He's not wrong. So once this thing is cracked open and the baby is, is flying around, this fight becomes significantly more difficult. He can hit... Well, he... Okay, so number one, he can wall himself off from any element to give himself a resistance to that. He can up all of your ailment and light-dark susceptibility. Although he doesn't actually cast light or dark, so hmm. I'm not sure why. Um, Cutting room floor. I guess it's because ailments, uh, because he, he has the same... Uh, fear and ghastly whale combo that Shadow, Shadow Yukiko had, where he will fear your party and then use mm. ghastly whale to instantly kill you. Um, he could also do medium spells of every single element, and he can also do a uh, heavy almighty AOE, as well as medium. Uh, he has he has a, a move called Adam Smasher, which is a medium physical attack on the entire party that can also fear on top of that. Hmm. So he is very, very versatile in terms of what he can do. And he's possibly, I mean, Shadow Yukiko aside, because you just didn't have your full party at that point, he's possibly going to be like the first boss that you go like, ah, what is this? Because he feels like a wall. Yeah, that's what happened to my roommate. Yep, he's got 4,000 HP on top of the 1,400 from the shell. And his gimmick is that he will rebuild that shell. That was just crushing. He's like getting yeah, through I, so much and bringing him down a third of his inner health and then realizing that I had to start over, basically. Yeah. And I think that a lot of what makes him difficult, even if you're like at an appropriate level, is just that it's a huge emotional blow to have him rebuild that. It just feels mm-hmm. bad. Like, in terms of player experience, it's very, very traumatic. He's putting up barriers Uh, to protect himself from all the mean jocks out there with their motorcycles and their girls and their their doors and their... The stuff... What what, even? That that, that thing that Kanji carries around and hits people with. I think one of them is actually a door. Folding chair? Nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so you can... if If you do enough damage to him while he's rebuilding his shell, it will fall apart. He mm-hmm. will, and you will be able to get a free all-out attack on him. Yeah, you basically need to spike the damage on him hardcore and make sure that you're buffed up in damage. Yep. You do have some time to do it, because it takes him at least three turns to rebuild. Uh, or, like, okay, so I guess it's not at least three turns. It's at least three casts. He has to cast uh, Whisper, and then Chant, and then Prayer. Mm-hmm. In that order. Sometimes he will cast two of them in one round, so he will get two, ra- two, two steps forward, but he can't do it in one round. And he will not always cast those three in that order. Sometimes he'll take a turn to do, do two attacks because he does do two moves a turn. It is kind of neat to see the 
the pixel structure build up slowly. Yep, around him. Like I said, it's Minecraft. Yep. Once you beat this guy, nothing really, uh, nothing really comes of it. Like you, you pull him out of the TV. He confesses to you. You pull him out of the TV, and Kanji's like, "Dude, the cops." And everybody's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Call the freaking cops, man!" Because <laughs> you're like, "Oh yeah, right. We should call the cops." And they take him away, and you never see him again. You know, nope. the game. I mean, you hear about what happens to him, but you never really see him. He goes he to prison, back. and his life is over. Yeah. Uh, what? What is? Whatever day. So the first day that you could do this is the 29th. But whatever day that you do it on, you then decide to have a party to celebrate finally catching the killer. And then the game ends because this is clearly the <laughs> ending. Roll credits. Yeah. You, uh, you you suggest having it. Yuki goes in, and she's like, ah, "I can't. Like, we're booked. Maybe next time." So you have it at your house instead, and you decide to have a cooking competition. All of the girls agree to Hooray. see who can cook the best food. So you call Nanako and say, "Nanako, what do you want for dinner?" This is a very important choice <laughs> because there is one correct answer and three incorrect answers. There are a lot of she those. Says she wants omelets. The options are uh, the correct option, which is an Asian American soy flavored omelet. Which why is that, that the correct option? Sounds it's the one she likes. Okay, is there any indication of that? Anywhere? No, nope. you just just nope. play through the game like three times in order to figure it out. That's how you do JRPGs. Uh, to be fair, all you get is like approval points with Nanako. It's not a crushing defeat mm. if you get it wrong. Nanako disapproves but... minus one thousand. The other options are the orthodox ketchup flavor, which I can understand. That's a that's a normal flavor that's for the, omelet. That's the one that I made. Yep. Because it's the one uh, that I or, thought that I might like to eat. You put ketchup on egg? Yeah. That's just gross. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Canadian ketchup mm-hmm. is different. That might account well, for that. Oh, yeah. Your, your ketchup does not it's have delicious. all the corn syrup. Mm. Yeah. So the uh, herb, herb-filled province style or aromatic Mediterranean style. I don't think an Asian American soy flavored omelet would be very good, but that's what she likes. Anyway, I've had soy flavored omelets. Stuff. They're good. They're very good. It's a good soy sauce omelet. Yeah, it, they're very, they're very savory. I wonder. No, this is an I'm omelet. Not a big egg person. Yeah, so the like, a really typical breakfast will be a little bowl of rice, uh, hot rice, and you crack a raw egg on top of it, and then just mix it in. So the rice is just runny and vaguely yellowish and miso soup yeah but that's not that's not what this is gonna be is it like i was thinking that you could put soy sauce in and it would uh it would make sense hmm. if you like just eating a bowl of snot already you might I, as well just go there yeah <laughs> red eggs are nice mm. yeah so does the does the rice end up cooking the egg or are you just gonna get a little bit from this? a little bit but it's okay. still well here's the thing in japan they don't have that problem that we do with salmonella and eggs because yeah. they just take care of their birds better you can eat yep. raw eggs all day in japan and you will not get sick you can eat raw chicken uh, and not get sick yeah sense. That seeded cowboy meatball makes so much more sense. Yeah, you, you, they, you can't eat raw chicken. In fact, it's a delicacy, and you'll be just fine. Yeah. Anyway, so you bring all your cooking stuff back, and while everybody is cooking, Teddy gets really depressed because the case is solved since you caught the killer, and that means that your promise is fulfilled. And yeah. He has to go back to the TV world. And Which is a weird tall. restriction. Like, why does he? Why does he think that? Does he think that you're just gonna throw him back in because you're tired of him? 
I mean, you might. Yeah. I think it's yeah. been established by this point that Teddy is the most self-deprecating character in the entire game, so it makes sense. But like, he's—is he though? Yeah, he really is. He clearly thinks Only... lowly of himself all the time. He's got that fake smile. He's always he's trying got to be your friend. so he's much confidence for though. Like really he, he'll just walk up to a. So, uh, he'll just that walk up to a, a stranger in the in no, no, the grocery no. store and we, start we, hitting we, on her. Wait, we have to take a moment to recognize Justin's pun. He I did, I groaned. <laughs> it was unbearable. Yeah. I, I was hoping we could just gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, so you, you get everyone into the kitchen. It's a real Kodiak moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. So It's a hairy you, circumstance. You, yeah. It's okay though. You just you tell him he doesn't have to go back to the TV world because he made a promise with Monaco, and if he doesn't keep his promise to play with her, then it might as you know he might as well have broken both promises. So whatever. And he's like, "Wow, senpai, you'll let me stay forever." And you, he ranks up his social link. Yeah, I think all of these are scripted, right? Yeah, Teddy is entirely scripted. Mm. You can't advance him. Uh, Teddy, you uh, have to max out, no matter what. You don't have a choice. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, the time comes to taste the omelets. Uh, Rise goes first, and hers is uh, very, uh, very, very spicy. You try to. It's. He's like, we can't, we can't feed this to Nanako, <laughs> and then she, she tries it anyway. She's like, oh, it's good. <laughs> Yukiko's uh, kanji eats it. And he's like, hmm, this is good, but it's only good in comparison to Mystery Food X. <laughs> because it has no flavor at all. Somehow you manage to cook all of the flavor out of everything. Somehow you manage to use so many different spices and end up with something that tastes like nothing. Yeah, they all combine together into a nothing. <laughs> uh, and then Chie goes... And I think Teddy is the first one to try this. And he goes, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. How can, you, how can you not like Teddy? Because <laughs> yeah, he's a pervert. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I like all, so, of, so is and, all of the boys in your party are perverts except for Kanji. Um, he's got some just, stuff going so on just inside. He's got stuff going uh, on inside, but he's not a freaking pervert like the way Yusuke is. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. As bad as Chie's is, it is still better than the Mystery Food X. Uh, I like how Rise starts crying because and she says, "You're just—it's just too subtle for kids. It has mature <laughs> flavor." And Nanako says something nice, and she stops crying. And Chie is really impressed with her ability to deceive them, <laughs> thinking she's actually crying. Oh, uh, crocodile tears. Yeah, crocodile tears. Blown away by this revelation. <laughs> Uh, then your omelet is last, and everybody says it's pretty good. Like, this is this is just a good omelet, yeah. Because you are a good cook, but maybe next time the girls will be able to uh, to get something right. I like all the fan theories that your parents were terrible cooks, which is why you become such a good uh, cook in the course of the game. Well, I mean, egg, rice, ketchup. There are many <laughs> ways to screw up an omelet. Yeah. But, like, you know, if you've made five of them, the sixth one is not going to be as bad as the first four. 
I don't know. I don't eat omelets. I don't eat eggs. They're not good. Chie and Yukiko, and probably Rise. This is likely the first omelet they've ever made. Uh, especially Yukiko, because... Yeah, well, especially Yukiko and Rise. And Chie has no excuse, because she doesn't just have entire teams of people constantly making food for her. So that's the, the last thing that happens. So the last, I think the last day to, to, to finish Void Quest is August 12th. But between now, you know, whenever the now is based on when you finished it, and the 12th, you got, you got nothing. It's like the beginning of the month. It's just give, the game giving you space to do your social links. Mm-hmm. Because... I wish I had I more of that. First, I think this is the first month where it's just been mostly that. Because there have been a lot, I mean, judging by the length of the episodes, you can tell, but there has been a lot of plot. But now you've basically assembled what appears to be the full party. Yeah, except it's not. Yeah, I, I know it's not, but you've caught the killer, and it's, so it's just like... Yeah, the, you've caught the killer, and the game's over. It's just a dating sim now. It's a matter it's of a, which girl it's a, the best girl. <laughs> it's Danuma. Yeah, so the game is really getting out of your way in terms of plot in this month, which I think... I appreciate, although on this playthrough I ended up with like a full month of nothing to do at the end of the game because I had finished every social link so fast. But mm. you need to do all the other social links with all the minor characters. I did those. I did all of them. I did every single one and I still had a month of extra time. Yeah, even with Cat? Yeah. <laughs> so I've put so, after... much fo- so much fish into that cat. Every yeah. time I can, I just empty my inventory, which I filled by buying the like the 10 packs of fish from the TV, and the cat just eats it all. And huh. <laughs> I like how the in, in the quest log it says... Uh, Feed the cat que- a lot of fish. <laughs> quest given to yourself. Yourself. By yourself. <laughs> yep. The last thing that happened in this, in this sequence is the 13th, the day after, when uh, Dojima throws a party. This is the second party in this month. This is party month. Uh, but it's a, it's a much smaller party. It's just for you and him and Nanako and Adachi to celebrate the closing of the case and the capturing of the culprit. Uh, unfortunately, Nanako hates wasabi hmm. and he forgot to tell them to take the wasabi off. So Dojima has to remove the wasabi by hand from every single piece of sushi, which gives Adachi the opportunity the, uh, to steal the only sea urchin. The best part about that is that the when it's made that way, the uh, wasabi is under the fish, between the fish and the rice. Mm-hmm. So, like, this isn't just wiping it off the top. This is dismantling all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Dojima's like, hey, there's only one of those sea urchins. And Dachi's just like, too late, old man. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> Smell you later. What a lovable character. I'm a cool kid. Yeah. He's a fun guy. Isn't Adachi's just so wholesome? <laughs> He's really good. And that's the end. That's the end of this month. That's the end of this video game. Thanks for listening to Golden Pages Podcast, four episodes long. The Now it's time to lead an honest student life. <laughs> yeah, just like eight more months of uh, social links. Yeah. I, it's okay, I, I, I'm constantly, I constantly feel like I'm just treading water. And sometimes I feel guilty because I'll spend time with somebody even when they won't push forward. So that the next time I spend time with them, they'll, uh, their links will push yeah, forward. Yeah, you have to do that. You have to do that. But if you're smart, you only have to do it like one or twice if you really yeah. min-max it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I also feel a little guilty for maxing out my knowledge um, in time for the finals. 
Did you because max just... out your Did you max out your courage in time to get Naruto? I did not. You uh, didn't get Naruto. <laughs> you say that you are constantly like wishing you had more time for social links. It's a good thing you didn't play the original. This game has a full extra month and a half of time <laughs> in it for you to Gord, do social links. Gord, you need you need to you need to play through the game again and this time get Naruto and max out that social link. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that is the best part of the game. I think I'm it's definitely true. going to do New Game Plus with just full stats. Yeah, you can do also, that. Also, like, compendium one of each of Margaret's requests. It allows you to also ask for Yukiko's phone number for no reason in the first episode. Yep. Does that require max courage? Yes. Jeez. Yes, because I was thinking, Yukiko oh, I'm at, so like... intimidating. Yeah. It's because she's so hot, man. It's because she's just the the most attractive woman in the entire game. I don't know. That slender young man is pretty attractive. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. You got me there. Uh, hang on. Are, are you going to make a joke about Yus- uh, Yosuke? And how he was totally going to be uh, a romance option? No, that's Naoto. No. Yeah, he, not, not... I'm going to say Yosuke, not a woman. Um, <laughs> Although, yeah, so, Yosuke was originally going to be a romance option. Mm. Yeah, we talked about that in episode two. Yeah, in sort of like, is he? I mean, is how his can horrible you homophobia him pushing against his uh, pushing back against well, his? It's his combination his... of his horrible homophobia, his wanting to always like spy <laughs> on girls. It's like, what is there not to love? But I mean, I mean, Yosuke does have his some redeeming qualities. He's like, he's 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 pretty courageous and determined. At the end of the day, he's just also a pervert. Yeah, there's a, there's a really funny punchline in the, uh, the, I guess we'll talk about this in a later episode, the uh, the, the bathhouse, uh, the, the fan service episode. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, I ship Yosuke and Kanji, that's a thing. Mm. Someday. We should, uh, we should thank the people who made this episode possible. Yes, yes. thank you, Justin. Thank you, Patreon backers. Yeah, this episode was was brought to you by our Patreon backers. I never, who, I never know if we should like, uh, you know, them backing us. Does that is, is that equivalent to them consenting to us, uh, naming and shaming them on the podcast? I mean, if we can certainly thank them in aggregate. Yeah. I think that you actually can go to Patreon and click on a thing and publicly see who all the backers are. Mm. Yeah. So if somebody really wanted to, they could. You, you can also but, like make that a reward for patreon <laughs> yeah we haven't we haven't although like you could do that if, if that's a thing that they want they can ask for it I'm, it's I, just... i'll ask for it i'm asking for it right now you're not a patreon backer <laughs> you don't get to make requests. i will go and give you one dollar right now okay do it if you give us two dollars you can yeah, come hang out with us in the slack <laughs> that's true two dollars is the minimum for getting a reward uh yeah, thank you. No, seriously, thank you, Patreon backers, for continuing to support us and allow us to buy the hardware to play this video game and yeah. this podcast. It uh, it traveled uh, uh, a, a good distance to get here. Yeah, this came this came thousands of miles to the PlayStation the, TV. the All Father uh, offices. Yeah, the satellite office. Where did you buy <laughs> no, no. the PlayStation TV? We're definitely TV. in one office. I bought a PlayStation TV on eBay. Aren't they available on Amazon? 
They are, but it was cheaper to buy it from eBay because it came with the controller and the memory card and a game. Final Fantasy X. Yeah. And let me tell you, coming with a memory card is a big deal because PlayStation Vita memory cards are expensive. Anyway, uh, do you have anything that you want to do? You want to plug any of your stuff on this podcast? I have nothing to plug. You've got an AGP program, right? Ah, uh, yes, this about. is true. I am making an AGP about using martial arts to cast magic with gestural controls. So yeah, that's mm. fun. Maybe that's I really can... cool. May, may, it is called Not Avatar The Last Airbender, and maybe Justin can review it someday and start his career as a professional YouTube reviewer in the style of oh, Joe or Jim Sterling. What a step down that would be. Uh, if, that's, if that's what I have to do for a living, is become a YouTube video game reviewer. My, I'm just I mean, it's story. not really that bad a thing. You get to play yeah. games and talk about them and I did that for them. a while. Yeah, but you didn't do it for a living. No. I, probably I would. Doing it for a living is the job that we all want, but somebody else got I, to it first, so you can't. I do not want it for that job for a living. I will take it from you, then. Yeah, you can have it. Well, anyway, if you have, uh, if you, the listener, have thoughts about Persona 4, about this game or this game series, uh, please email them to us at uh, contact at redpagespodcast.com or go to our website, redpagespodcast.com. That's the name of our other podcast. Or, uh, if you want to listen to that, red, there's a contact form you can fill redpag.es. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, you can also go to redpag.es, <laughs> courtesy of Steve Gaynor of uh, Fulbright entertainment for for that url thanks <laughs> thanks steve it's every time it's pretty every great time it comes i like out, it yeah i like it a lot yep yeah, yep yeah. uh do we have any final thoughts on mitsuo shadow mitsuo reaching out to the truth uh shadow or... mitsuo is clearly an xp of the player he's just clearly supposed hmm. to represent the darker suppressed side of the player who plays spends all their time playing video games which is why you must defeat him in order to continue on and rise above your darker urges to murder people. That does explain why my brain is so big and I'm a baby. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright. Gord, what do we say at the end of these episodes? Keep on you in this land. No, wait. I, I am thou. <laughs> thou art I. And we are all together.